Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to thank each of you for tuning in to today's, today's podcast as we discuss two different subjects that are very important in the book of Revelation. One is what is going to happen according to the end time prophecy. The other is what is the end times timeline. Let us go to the throne of grace. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, we come today to thank you for your tender loving kindness, for your grace and your mercy. Father, we come today binding every demonic force every principality and every power, every rule of darkness of this world, we bind in Jesus' name. And Father, we ask you that your people would be blessed through the podcast today, that we know that your word will not return to you, Lord, but it will accomplish and prosper where until you send it, send it into the hearts of men today, Lord God. And Father, as we go today, Lord, we ask you to remember your covenant with us as we Attempt, Lord God, to keep your commandments according to the spirit of the living God. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. What is the, what is going to happen according to end times prophecies? The Bible has a lot to say about the end times Nearly every book in the Bible contains prophecy regarding the end times. Taking all of these prophecies and organizing them can be difficult. Following a very brief summary of what the Bible declares will happen in the end times, Christ will remove all born-again believers from the earth in an event known as the rapture. That's mentioned in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 54. At the judgment seat of Christ, these believers will be rewarded for good works and faithful service during their time on earth, or will lose rewards, but not eternal life, for lack of service and obedience. Referenced in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 11 through 15, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. <clears throat> the Antichrist, the beast, will come into power and will sign a covenant with Israel for seven years. Referenced in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. This seven-year period is, of time is known as the tribulation. During the tribulation, there will be terrible wars famines, plagues, and natural disasters. God will be pouring out his wrath against sin, evil, and wickedness. The tribulation will include an appearance of the four horsemen of the apocalypse and the seven seals, trumpet, and bold judgments. About halfway through the years, seven years, the Antichrist will break the peace covenant with Israel and make war against it. The Antichrist will commit the abomination of desolation and set up an image of himself to be worshipped in Jerusalem, referenced in Jerusalem temple, referenced in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 through 10, 
which will have been rebuilt. The second half of the tribulation is known as the Great Tribulation, referenced in Revelation chapter 7, verse 14. And at the time of Jacob's trouble, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7, at the end of the seven-year tribulation, the Antichrist will launch a final attack on Jerusalem, culminating in the Battle of Armageddon. Jesus will return, destroy the Antichrist and his armies, and cast them into the lake of fire. Referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 21. Christ will then bind Satan in the abyss for a thousand years, and he will rule his earthly kingdom for this thousand-year period. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. At the end of the thousand years, Satan will be released defeated again, and then cast into the lake of fire. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 through 10, for eternity. Christ then judges all unbelievers. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 10 through 15, and the great white throne of judgment, casting them all into the lake of fire. I don't think I'll repeat that. We need to hear that. At the great white throne of judgment, casting them all into the lake of fire. Christ will then usher a new heaven and a new earth and the new Jerusalem, the eternal, eternal dwelling place of believers. There will be no more sin, sorrow, or death, referenced in Revelation chapter 21 and 22. What is the end times timeline? From that perspective, here is the order of the end times events that the Bible reveals. Number one, the rapture of the church. Christ comes in the clouds to snatch away all those who trust in him. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 52. At the same time, the dead in Christ will be resurrected and taken into heaven too. From our perspective today, this is the next event of the ecological timeline. Number one, the rapture is imminent. No other biblical prophecy needs to be fulfilled before the rapture happens. Two, the rise of the Antichrist after the church is taken away. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses seven through eight, is satanically empowered man will again worldwide control with promises of peace. Revelation chapter 13, verse 1, Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. He will be aided by another man called the false prophet who heads up a religious system that requires worship of the Antichrist. Referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verse 19 and 20. The, the tribulation, three, the tribulation, a period of seven years in which God's judgment is poured out on sinful humanity. Referenced in Revelation chapter 6, verse 16. The Antichrist, Christ's rise to power is associated with the time, this time period. During the tribulation on earth, the church will be in heaven. It is thought that at this time, the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper of the Lamb will occur in heaven. 
second reference to seven second Corinthians chapter five verse ten and Revelation chapter nineteen verses six through ten. Number four, the battle of Gog and Magog. In the first part of the tribulation, a great army from the north, in alliance with several other countries from the mid. Middle East and Africa attacks Israel and is defeated by God's supernatural intervention. Referenced in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. Some commentators, commentators place this battle just before the start of the tribulation. Number five, the abomination of desolation. In the midway point of the seven-year tribulation, the Antichrist breaks his covenant with Israel and shows his true colors. The Jews are scattered and many of them turn to the Lord, realizing that Jesus, realizing that Jesus is their Savior. A great persecution breaks out against all those who believe in Christ. Reference in Daniel chapter 12, verse 11, Mark chapter 13, verse and 14, and Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. The battle of six, number six, the battle of Armageddon. At the end of the tribulation, Jesus returned with his armies of heaven, referenced in Mark chapter 14, verses 62, verse 62. He saves Jerusalem from annihilation and defeats the armies of the nations fighting under the banner of the Antichrist. Referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 21. The Antichrist and the false prophet are captured and thrown alive into the lake of fire. Referenced in Revelation chapter 19, verse 20. Number seven, the judgment of the nations. Christ will judge the survivors of the tribulation, separating the righteous from the wicked as sheep and goats. Referenced in Matthew chapter 25, verse 36 through 41. It is thought at this time the Old Testament saints will be raised from the dead. The righteous will enter the millennium kingdom and the wicked will be cast into hell. Number eight, the binding of Satan. Satan will be bound and held in the bottomless pit for the next thousand years. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 3. Number nine, the millennium kingdom. Jesus himself will rule the world and Jerusalem will be the capital. This will be a thousand year period of peace and prosperity on earth. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20 and Isaiah chapter 60 and 62. Memorial sacrifices will be offered in a rebuilt temple in Jerusalem. Referenced in Ezekiel chapter 40 and 48. The last battle, at the end of the thousand years, Satan will be released from his prison for a short time. He will deceive nations once again, and there will be a rebellion against the Lord that will be quickly defeated. Referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 through 10. Satan will be cast into the lake of fire, never to reappear. Number 11, the great white throne of judgment. All those in hell will be brought forth and, and all the wicked from the areas of, his, of history will be resurrected to stand before God in a final judgment, referenced in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. The verdicts are read and all of the sin, sinful humanity is cast into the lake of fire. 
The new creation, God completely remakes heavens and earth, makes heaven and earth. And it is at that time that God wipes away all the tears and there will be no more pain, death, or sorrow. New Jerusalem descends from heaven. Sisters and brothers, what a great time it will be to realize that there are no more, no more wars, no more famine, no more pestilence, no more disagreements, no more betrayals. Everything will be in God's hands and according to God's, <clears throat> according to God's will. Won't you be glad? Will you be a part of the first resurrection? Will you be the one that endured to the end to be saved? That's a question each one of us have to examine in our hearts. Are we really where we need to be? Are we really doing and getting prepared for the rapture and getting prepared for the new Jerusalem and prepared for the new government, the one that rests on God's shoulders? I ask each one of you today to look into your hearts and seek whether you are truly born again, delivered and healed from the thing that is called flesh. May God bless you, may he smile upon you, and give you peace.